Welcome to Nerd Talk, the podcast that talks about everything nerdy. I'm your host, Jordan Halstead, and each week, me and my friends will be discussing some of our favorite topics. We're talking superheroes, Star Wars, Pokemon, Harry Potter, and that's just to name a few. You don't want to miss out on this because this is Nerd Talk. Hey guys, welcome back to Nerd Talk. This is a special edition of Nerd Talk where we are going to be talking about our favorite things of 2021. Today I've got Micah, Chick, and Will with me. Guys, thank you so much for being a part of this episode. Of yeah, hey happy new year. Hello. Woo, 2022 coming up, baby. Woo woo. Hi. Oh my gosh, you guys kill me. I love it. Um, you know, we've Hi. been talking about... <laughs> Micah... <laughs> You know, one of the things that we really focused on with with 2021 was building our brand. We've got uh, a Facebook page, Instagram. We've been pushing out an episode a week. Um, we've been towards the end of this year. We've been trying to get everything ready for what the beginning of next year is going to look like. So we're already ahead of schedule. Um, there's been a lot of things that have happened this year. Also in the nerd world, um, Disney has put out a bunch of stuff. Marvel, DC, uh, Star Wars is pushing stuff out. I mean, everything that's kind of in our world uh if, of nerd is pushing stuff out i mean even harry potter for their 20th anniversary from the first movie uh they pushed out the hogwarts games uh which was just a small four-part series but it was a lot of fun um so we're going to be getting into this uh like our last roundtable we're just going to be talking about some of our favorite pieces um having discussions about it so this is where we're going so the first question we're going to be asking today is disney plus series that was your favorite from this year and go all right, so um, there's been a lot of Marvel stuff coming out um, on Disney+, Plus, um, and that could be the easy answer, but I'm going to go with a different answer, also because I love dogs, and I love this movie, um, and I didn't expect for anything else to come of this movie, but then Disney+, Plus made this, and that is that series with Doug and, uh, and the old guy and little russell from up i think what's the series called again Doug um, days yeah Doug days um that was awesome and um it was a nice little because up was such a great movie and it was a nice little thing to have as a little continuation of up and there was that uh sound that it got from tiktok or tiktok got from it that went viral on tiktok where um doug is like well, am i just your pet and the old guy's like, you're not just my pet, you're my best friend. And it just just touches your heart and makes you feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside. So, yeah, I loved it. I'll be honest, I haven't even seen that one yet. Um, Nor have I, but didn't it come out like shortly after? Didn't Ed Asner just die? Yeah, uh, like, like, I, I saw yeah, that. Like, I heard the podcast down, but like, didn't it just happen and then that show came out? It's like, oh. Oh, man either that uh, or like it, it dropped and then he passed like a day or two later it was like right in that same week time frame that that all happened um damn. that's still really cool though so, that, sorry guys i brought the podcast mood down yeah <laughs> it's still really cool though that like when we look at some of these things um like chick you you immediately stated you know i could take the easy route with a marvel show um I was actually, uh, earlier, I was kind of jabbing at you with the, is your favorite for this one going to be the Monsters at Work, um, which was a really good series, um, but it was, like, just really funny to see kind of where that one went, so. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you know, Marvel could be the easy answer. Um, I was thinking as we were just talking, like, um, didn't the Mighty Ducks series come out this year too? Yeah. That was really cool. Um, that's not my answer, but I think like I was thinking about that earlier. I was talking to somebody in a separate conversation about the Mighty Ducks because they hadn't heard about it, and I was like, "Yeah, check it out. It's really cool." Especially um, when they bring in the old the old actors and stuff. It's yeah, great. Emilio Estevez was in it, and um, some of the original... other episodes. Yeah, the other uh, episodes where they brought in the other actors too. Yeah. Yeah, some of the quack, original. Yeah, we watched quack, it. Quack, it in... quack, 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 quack. <laughs> well, in my head canon, Foggy Nelson and, and Charlie Cox are going to show up there because that's the same. The Bash brother is Foggy Nelson and the yes. Netflix Daredevil. Yep. Yeah. Yes. But, uh, that was an honorable mention on, on my side they're, over here. But I'll let you, same, I'll, I'll let you say your person. answer there, Michael. Fulton and Foggy are the same person. <laughs> Fulton grew up to be Foggy Nelson. Yes. What happened? Uh, um, but I think I am going to take the easy answer, and I want to use WandaVision as my answer, um, simply because I feel like Loki gets a lot of credit for setting up the multiverse or what we're thinking is you know the part of the multiverse. But if you look at WandaVision and what Wanda does, and then what Wanda um, – accomplishes with west with excuse me with westview um and even at the end of the show where she's kind of in that pose like dr strange is and um now that we know that the the dr strange 2 trailer has been dropped at the end of uh, no way home and it's on youtube now um so there's not really a spoiler there i think they do a great job with setting up what we're going to see in the terms of what multiverse looks like um just from a visual standpoint so I just loved everything from WandaVision. Like, I just, it's my go-to show of the miniseries. I mean, Hawkeye's a close second, but I think Wanda, it just makes me feel good. Reminds me a lot of my childhood as far as watching, you know, sitcoms, you know, from the different decades. And um, it gave their characters something new that hadn't been done before. Like, it's easy to go with Iron Man because you know Iron Man's story, or it's easier to go with Thor because you know Thor's story, or Captain America, or whoever. But, like... WandaVision was like the kickoff to, hey, let's give some of these side characters a chance. So, yeah, I loved WandaVision. I think it's really funny that because I, I immediately thought, OK, he's going to sit like I try to sit back and figure out what you guys are going to say. And I knew you were going to go that route because we talk about it so much. Um, yep. It really did kick off the, the MCU on TV. Um, and guess what movie they were introduced in, Jordan? Those characters. Age of Ultron, which it always comes back. Movie yeah. ever. Honorable mention to Age of Ultron. Can't get rid of that one. Yeah, that's that the best ongoing joke here on the podcast. Every single podcast. We could be talking about DC or anything random, but it would still be like Age of Ultron. No joke. There was an episode we were talking about something, and like it had nothing to do with anything. And Mike was like, I just want to put in here an honorable mention Age of Ultron. And like he literally stopped the entire podcast just to make that comment. Um, that should be our Easter best. egg for every episode. Just, it should just be. mentioning the title, just not even putting it. it. Yeah. Well, yeah. we should do like an ongoing joke where like one of us says one of the words, and like five minutes later, the other one will say the next in the title, and then we'll try to then like it's like Pee Wee's Playhouse. We're like, oh, we said the secret word. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but but back to to Wandavision, I think what was really cool is that was not supposed to be the original start. Falcon and the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. was, and then production and things like that got pushed behind. And I think that WandaVision was just a very, very good starting point. Um, I don't know that if Falcon and the Winter Soldier would have happened and then Loki and then um, uh, WandaVision, I don't know that it would have been received as well. Um, it was just so different, too. Yeah, and, and it, it completely broke the, the MCU mold. Um, Marvel movies, there, there's a formula. 
Um, you have your first act where you get them together, and then your middle act where you've got to fight, and then the end act where you have the last battle and then some redemption part. Um, in almost every single movie, it's the same formula. And when you moved over to TV and you said, hey, we're going to do 30-minute segments, um, and we're going to add this little flair where it kind of says, hey, here's 50s, 60s TV. Okay, now we're moving in the 70s for the next episode, 80s. And then like one by the time that you hit the 70s, 80s time frame, they completely changed it on us because then they, they didn't do an episode with Wanda and Vision. They went and they did outside of Westview. And so it was like, and to be honest, they brought back, they brought back Darcy and they brought back yeah. Wu and like, yeah, between Jimmy Wu and Darcy. Two. And then by adding Monica Rambo into it, yep. like they just very well organized and, and, and wrote that one together. Um, I started sitting back and thinking about, you know, what this next year is going to look like. I'm like, I just kind of want to go back into the world of WandaVision and, and kind of see that neck of the woods. Um, but I feel like we're going to get that a lot with Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. So I'm like, eh, I think my I think we'll be OK. Well, what about what about the twins and what about um, Pietro? Yeah, like... there, there's just a lot um, because I'll be honest. I don't think that Pietro is done. I think that they're going to yeah. bring him back now that they have the Fox universe. I think that they'll they'll bring him back somehow. Um, Justice for Ralph Boner. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> All right, I got to go with the second entry here in the MCU TV. I love Captain America. It's, I know I don't talk about it all the time, like Micah has talked about WandaVision, but I just love seeing the Captain America legacy continue in Falcon and Winter Soldier. There's sarcasm there. What? I'm sending some sarcasm there. No, no sarcasm. I I just, you, I I mean, I I thought you were going to pick that or Loki because I know, just know, I, I know we talk about some of these other Marvel projects and, those are recurring, and I and I was kind of like Jordan. I was kind of playing a guessing game, and I just I had no idea what Chick and Jordan are going to pick. So I'm excited for Jordan's pick and Chick's pick every time. But Falcon Winter Soldier is mine. Uh, Sam and Bucky get a lot of great play in the Cap movies, but obviously it's Chris Evans, it's Captain America, and oh hey, we're going to give Black Widow some more development over here. See if there's actually interest in the movie. But I'm getting off topic. But just seeing. Uh, some more of their character development, like Sam feeling unworthy of the mantle and the legacy of the shield and coming into his own and bringing that pretty much comic accurate suit to life. I'm like, Oh, chef's kiss. It's beautiful. Uh, getting Zemo back and showing that he's got some freaking dance moves, man. I mean, I I didn't know I needed to see Daniel Brühl dance, but, uh, I want it. And, uh, I don't know. I feel like I kind of look like that dude when I have my hair like a little bit longer. But anyway, uh, and then Bucky just dealing with his trauma of being the Winter Soldier and dealing with mental health. I mean, WandaVision and this, like there's a funny meme or not so funny, but like a pretty accurate meme that, oh, hey, like we're the four that uh, have serious trauma. But all we got was the TV shows on uh, on Disney Plus package. And, and I mean, it's accurate. These guys needed development and obviously have a lot of trauma with their dealing with stuff. With. We also get some stuff with Sharon Carter, who hasn't gotten much play. Uh, spoiler alert for that show, uh, but she is the power broker, and I mean, she's got the legacy of both trying to live up to her Aunt Peggy, and then also, uh, it's like, oh, hey, like I- I'm just in her shadow, and she's coming into her own as a villain, and I want to see that be developed a little bit. Like, then there's a- Now there's a theory now that uh, Hawkeye just finished that maybe the person she was t- calling was Kingpin. I don't know. There's just a lot of fan theories. I... I'm notorious for picking other ones. Just I'll just say really briefly some ones I considered were what if. I love anthologies and seeing Captain Carter brought to life in that animation. Beautiful. Star Wars Visions. 
I'm not the biggest, I'm not like obsessed with anime or manga and all that, but the animation styles and the stories they've told in Star Wars Visions, I highly recommend it for you guys to watch. And we're only one episode in, but if Book of Boba Fett continues the journey that it's on, I'm all here for it, and it will probably be on my 2022 playlist, so I'll stop it right there. <laughs> you know, that I, I'm going to play off of what you said, though. Um, you had said earlier the comic book accurate suit um, mm-hmm. with, with Captain America, with the, the wings, and, like, I mean, that just screams. When you come off a page, it's, it's hard to... Um, to really make you feel like you're reading a comic book on a like I think the one movie that has really made me think oh my gosh it's like a comic book come to life was into the spider-verse um like just the art style it just felt very like hey I'm watching a digital version of a comic book um taking place and to see these characters take more accurate suiting uh suits and things like that um I mean at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home we have a more comic book accurate suit um, it's not completely, but it's more than what we've had with Tom Holland so far. And then there was uh, Hawkeye um, in his series. Him and uh, between Hawkeye and then Kate Bishop, both of them, Clint and Kate, both have more comic book accurate suits. And I love that because now we're not just we're not just claiming superhero. We're seeing superheroes. Like it's not just like oh, like we're just superheroes running around. Like no, 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 no. They are very much to the accuracy of the comics. They were written in the day, drawn out, and I think that they they are just phenomenal. Now, I'm a long way in 20 years. Sorry to cut you off there, Jordan. But like back in X Men One, oh hey, what do you expect us to wear? Yellow spandex when they're like all like emo and they're black X Men outfits. They've got the the they kind of uniformed their suits in in that, and you know it's cool to see that. But I would rather see screaming yellow and blue. Uh, with Wolverine and the big mask with the big ears and all, I would love to see that. Absolutely. So, uh, as for my favorite D- or, uh, Disney Plus series this year, I'm gonna take number three in the lineup with Loki. Loki just, whoo, that was not a series that I expected to love as much as I did. Now, I will say Hawkeye and Loki are right up neck and neck for me. Um. But I think that Loki takes the cake on this one. Because uh, when when did Infinity War come out? 2018? Uh, yep. yeah. April yeah. 2018. So, so, so 2018. He's been dead three years by our standard. Like, we didn't know how they were going to bring him back. They barely had him in uh, Endgame the following year. So it's been, it's been a little bit of time since we've actually had, like, true like to the character and and Loki is a character that we all just love um and it, it's a lot of fun and so when they decided to put uh the starting point was hey we're going to throw in uh imaging from Endgame so they literally like took footage from Endgame and, and started it that way I was like okay this is going to be fun like we're not just stopping our movie or or, or like taking like a time jump or anything like we are literally starting at the point that we saw him disappear two years ago. Um, And I thought it was done really, really well. Uh, I loved just seeing uh, Owen Wilson come in. Um, The one time variant that I wish they, or the one uh, variant that I wish they would have done, though, was I wish that they would have put Lightning McQueen in. Because I think if he'd have been like, this is my variant, Lightning McQueen. um, Ciao. Yeah, ka-ciao. Um, I think that would have been phenomenal, uh, especially since Disney owns Marvel and they could have done like something of that nature or like the car that they were driving. If they would have made it look like Lightning McQueen, like that would have been cool. 
Um, just missed opportunities here and there. Um, like no crap Sherlock. Um, when when Benedict Cumberbatch and, and Tony Stark are together, uh, I think that both of those guys, both having played Sherlock, like there's just times where they miss those. Um, but Loki, it it really just it hit home. It helped break up in this idea of the multiverse, and we've been talking about that for pretty much this whole year since we started. Um, like, hey, where are they going to go? What is the idea? What would we like to see? Um, and I think that it's helped cause a lot of really good conversations, and it's going to continue to build on to good conversations because it was the first point for the multiverse that we saw. Um, we didn't realize that at, the, at that moment when that happened what WandaVision really was doing. Um, and now that we're a little bit further away from it all, we now see how it all interconnects and they've been talking about it. But in that moment, that was the first time that we actually saw the multiverse. Um, and I thought that was just a really, really cool way to, to handle it. And um, I want to say that like she, um, Sylvie, the, the actress that played Sylvie, oh for being gosh. a person person who had not been introduced yet into the MCU, like she was probably, I think maybe she was the first aside from um, the guy in Falcon and Winter Soldier that was... Um, brand new act acting wise. Um, but I thought Sylvie just the girl that played Sylvie was awesome. So this is my favorite thing about the conversations I'd had. Uh, my dad was very, I mean, coming from Christian homes, we don't, um, support, uh, trans, uh, trans lifestyles. Like that's not just something that we're used to. That's not something that we, we understand and, and we're for or anything like that. Um, it goes against religious belief. But when we, when we sat down, my dad was like, did you hear they're making Loki a girl? And I just sat back and I'm like, you do understand like Loki, like he kind of just can do whatever he wants and they can create alternate versions. And, and that's the way they did it. And I thought that they handled it very well. Um, and I love that he fell in love with literally himself. Um, <laughs> I was like, I just, I liked that. Um, self love somehow that self talk we're talking about. Yeah. It, it, you got, you got to love yourself. Um, which would have been funny if Haley Steinfeld's song "Love Myself" would have shown up. That would have been great. Um, <laughs> but but seriously, I think that Sylvie, hands down, one of the best MCU characters to to show up on a TV show. Um, and I would say like new actresses or new actor. Yeah, or actress to be brought like... in like. Well, so are you talking about the guy who came in to play John Walker? Yes. That, yes. Thank okay, you. So do yeah, you know who um, he is? Kurt Russell's been around for a bit. He's been around a long time. So that's that's Kurt Russell's son. So okay. the guy who what I meant that, what I meant though was like in the in the Marvel universe like introducing new characters in these shows and in these movies like we have seen Thor for how long we've seen Iron Man oh, for okay. how long Oh okay I see what you're saying things like that like but the girl that played Sylvie the actress was amazing Yeah And I'm excited to see if she shows up in uh Multiverse of Madness cuz I would, would love really to cool. see if she, like her and Loki both have like a a moment where they're both helping or or whatnot. I think that would be a really cool kind of add in uh for it so Speaking of Marvel, though, uh, what was your favorite Marvel show or, or movie that came out this year? Goodness. I am trying to get not... one. Yeah. I know. Yeah, one. There were four this year. You get one. Five. Sorry, there were five this year because Venom. I forgot about Venom. Marvel Project or Marvel Movie? Marvel Movie. We're saying movie. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to say a quick honorable mention because I, I feel like I'm going to get smacked if I don't say this, but I feel like we're all going to say it. Did we, did we all pick No Way Home? Can I ask that real quick? Because that's, that's the pick. No one. No. Okay. That should. I feel like that okay. would be too easy. I, that's what, that's my thinking too. If, if no one picked it, 
I'll go to bat Chick, for Chick's it. over there. He's like, I'll pick it. No, I'm. Uh, he he picked it. Okay. Yeah, it's just okay. Recency bias, and I've seen it five times in theaters. And for me, it's either that or Shang Chi. Anyways, or Shang Chi. Sorry. Same here for me. Like that's 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 what I'm. Those those are my two. Sorry, I know we get one, but I I think I had the most fun, and I think it recaptured at least the theater going experience uh, since. Uh, it was just a nice unified. Uh, nerd dumb experience uh like we have like i said since we haven't had since endgame like everybody's cheering whether you like toby or not andrew or not andrew garfield steals the show and um just this this seeing the end of this trilogy come to fruition and peter come into his own learning that great power comes great responsibility and willem defoe i didn't get to talk about it because uh work calls on the last podcast but willem defoe without the mask was terrifying man like he was just wanting that pain. He wanted to break Peter. Like he had Toby Maguire not stepped in. Spoiler alert: He probably would have killed Goblin and went down a dark path. And when that black who gets on him, he would have just embraced it and kind of became the Spider Shadow from What If. But th- there we go. I said it. Spider Man No Way Home. Easy answer. I know, but I've seen it five times at theaters. I-, I I can't I can't not pick it. Yeah, I feel like. No Way Home would have been a great answer. It is a great answer. It was the easy answer. Um, but, like, also, right, how many movies were there? Uh, you said five. five. We got what? Black Widow, Venom, Shang-Chi, Black Widow, Eternals, 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 No Way Venom. Home, and Shang-Chi, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, <laughs> Eternals is probably not going to happen. Shang-Chi, Black Widow guys. Shang-Chi. Probably not. <laughs> probably not going to happen. So, like,. <laughs> No, actually, my pick was. Can you say it for me, Chick? Shang Chi. Uh, Shang Chi. Yeah, Shang with a U. Shang Chi. Um, Shang Chi. And the reason I and the reason I picked that, um, guys, was I just felt like for the first time, Marvel, Disney, whoever you want to claim it, did something completely different, and it was so against the norm of the traditional superhero movie, and nobody really knew what to expect going in with it being a martial arts style movie, and. Um, it was so different, and Jordan on our TikTok channel uh, did that. Like, what's your favorite fight scene in a Marvel movie or whatever it was? I think that was your prompt. Yeah. But like, you talked about the bus scene early on in that movie, and that's incredible. That whole fight scene in that movie, and his best friend Katie's like, "What in the world just happened? Who are you?" When I, I give you the signal, the... hang a left. What's the yes. signal? Yes. Yes. So like, I thought the music was great. I thought the visual effects was great. I were, were great. I thought that the humor was great. I thought that the film was just completely different and they did it well. Like contrary to like the Eternals, for example, like we didn't know what to expect with the Eternals. Same thing with Shang-Chi, but Shang-Chi, I feel like blew it out of the water. Yeah. So that was my pick. Yeah. Can I, before we go on to the next one or whoever's Willem takes Dafoe. A- Willem Dafoe. Anyway, he he is great, William Dafoe. But anyway, um, fun fact about that movie: the cinematographer that is Bill Pope, who actually did the Raimi trilogy movies. Uh, and then we got Sam Raimi doing Multiverse of Madness, and Tobey Maguire came back. How did those three just not come together to be in No Way Home? To have like their own little behind the scenes crossover, you know? Like we could have some fun stuff there. Just I just find that interesting. But go ahead, Chick. Well, um, the fault. Sorry, I had to get a time that your mother didn't get. I got that reference. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. So those are yeah. So 
like my answer is No Way Home, but I'll explain why Shang Chi is there with right there with it. Because it's different. My reason is different from Micah's. And um, so I am a martial arts uh, kung fu movie junkie, and um, so to have a Marvel movie that was pretty much a kung fu movie was awesome. And um, I had no idea who any of the characters in that was, uh, and uh, I don't read a lot of Marvel comic books. Um, so it was just cool to be like, oh, yeah, a martial arts movie where I get to see some, like, you know, uh, elite, like, elite level fight choreography. And we got it. But scene, right? Um, we have the scene where Shunky's dad meets his mom for the first time. And um, uh, really all cute. of us, yeah, all of us being uh, Avatar Last Airbender, you know, uh, junkies were like oh, she's airbending oh and um like literally she's doing uh she's doing um uh what was it bagua right that's is that what airbending is i think so right she yeah she's doing bagua which is airbending and uh it's just crazy and like the cool thing is like not not only was she was she doing uh the kung fu style that's based off of uh, airbending's based off of like her powers were like very airbending y so like, um, it was pretty cool, man. And uh, I geek out on uh, really great fight choreography, and a lot of it was really. And then also seeing a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that uh, that the actor for Shang Chi um, had to go through to get ready for the movie was awesome. And also the whole um, story behind him coming to be an actor. Where you guys, did you guys ever see this uh, the interview where he talked about? Uh, like having that uh, birthday party job where he dressed up as Spider-Man, Spider-Man. right? So he, yeah, I'm so like, he didn't show up in No Way Home dressed as Spider-Man. He was the most <laughs> underrated Spider-Man. <laughs> so stuff like that. Um, and he's a huge so, Power Rangers fan too. I've seen. So like, if they oh, actually yeah. get a live-action reboot again of that, please get him to be like the first Asian Red Ranger. I don't think they've done that yet. Or, or if they have, I've it hasn't been publicized. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, other than Spider-Man No Way Home, as a kung fu movie junkie, Shang Chi was awesome. So, yep. I think that they didn't they announce like they're gonna do another one. Yeah, they've already announced number two, and, and they're they also to get, announced too that they were gonna get like Jackie Chan. They're trying to get Jackie end. Chan for oh uh, heck he yeah, wants. that would be amazing. I mean, I I personally I'd rather take like a Donnie Yen than Jackie Jackie Chan, but that's cool too. Get them both. I'm at this, my my question is if Jackie Chan comes in for Shang Chi too, is he gonna be the real real Mandarin? Da-dunch. All right, no, they're gonna they're gonna collect talismans and get uh, yeah everybody Gung Wu and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, for me, you know, the easy answer absolutely is No Way Home. Um, but my other, you know, I I'm gonna say the only movie I didn't like this year was. Uh, Venom, let there be carnage. Um, so I, uh, I, I've rewatched uh, Black Widow twice. So I've seen it three times already this year. Um, and and Mike and I talked about this. You know, the first time I watched it, it was not a great viewing. Um, the second time I watched it, it got better. Um, and the third time I've watched it, I I love the movie. Um, it sits really well. It just doesn't sit in the time frame like a Phase Four movie well. But it fits, like, if you would have put it right after Civil War and then cut the end scene and put it, like, 
somewhere else, um, the end credit scene, you'd have been fine. Um, I think that that movie could have been a phase three with no doubt, no problems. Um, which is kind of where I just, if I ever go back and rewatch all of them in order, I'll be putting it in between Civil War and, and Infinity War. Um, but but with that, uh, I think that one was really good. Shang-Chi, like you guys said, just one from a representation point and two from just the way they handled the characters. Everything was great about them. I'm excited. I'm also really excited to see what they're going to do with Shang-Chi and Katie. Um, if they're going to build a good relationship, because we have not seen a good relationship, period. Like, we know that people are in relationships, but until, like, Spider-Man, we haven't really seen a good relationship being shown. Are they supposed to be together? That's what they're talking about doing. Um, well, the, I'm actually the, cool with the, them the not movie, being they together. They're very, very platonic during the whole movie, and I, I was digging that, because the... I've said this on podcasts previously... The whole leading male, leading female, always having to end up together—that whole trope—it's like so old. Well, so, like, I was—I appreciated that the leading male, leading female were just BFFs the whole time. I also understand that, like, from the same point of view, if they did get together, I wouldn't be upset. Um, because in reality, yeah. if you find your best friend is of the opposite gender and you fall in love because you are just so uh, naturally yeah close. and, and I, I hope that your spouse the, is supposed to be your best friend and that's so, that's yeah. where i'm hoping they will take that is that like you walk in and see oh hey they keep just continually getting closer and by the time that they hit a point they'll just be like okay we're married um we're a fine uh crime fighting duo kind of situation um which may end up helping set up uh fantastic four with how they'll write reed and sue uh, so we'll we'll kind of see how that one all all works out. Um, you know, Marvel is one side of the coin; DC is the other. So with DC, what is your favorite DC project? Um, we're gonna go project because they don't push out as much as Marvel does. Um, what is your favorite DC project this year? So I'm gonna steal this one first: Young Justice, hands down. Oh my gosh! Like I've loved Titans. I've uh, I haven't been watching too much of Doom Patrol. Um, Suicide Squad was good. Um, they've they've done a lot of really really good stuff. Um, did Birds of Prey come out this year, or was that last yeah, year? Yeah, that was last year, was last right year. before COVID. Okay. Um, and so I think it got released like the same month the country shut down, and then something like that. Yeah, February. Got, February. They had a hard time in theaters because of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that in the name, <laughs> yeah, Harley Quinn or Prince of Prey. Um, but <laughs> yeah. you know, they they also they've been pushing out just so much content, and I think that it's it's been done well um, with like the bits that they've been doing recently. Um, but Young Justice just has really really been killing it. Um, we've got I think one more episode uh, before their hiatus, um, where we're filming. We're filming Wednesday and we're dropping on Friday. But um, I think Thursday this week is is the last episode before the hiatus. Um, and then they'll finish out the season, and it's just it's been done really, really well. Um, they've made me love characters that I've never heard of, um, bringing in different ideas and all that. Um, plus the fact that the inclusion of Christianity, I talked about this on uh, TikTok, um, this I think last week, two weeks ago, um, where it was uh, Spider-Man No Way Home came out the same day that they dropped the episode where uh, Doctor Fate is talking with Zatara, and Zatara is like, I believe in in Christ. Um, he gave the Lord's Prayer, and I thought that was just done really, really, really well. Um, so absolutely loved that one. So, 
Yeah, I don't, you know, like Chick's a huge DC fan and I'm a huge Marvel fan. And I actually struggled to find content, like aside, they did more animated stuff, right? This year than they did. Um, Still had three like, movies, I think, this year. Yeah. Well, yeah. in 21? If, yeah. If we're giving Wonder Woman a pass since it was only out for a week in 2020. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I, I'm yeah. going to claim that, that Wonder Woman is a 2021 movie. I'll, I'll yeah, because it came out Christmas. If you, you want to give it 84, because um, it wasn't supposed yeah. to happen. 84, Suicide Squad, and Justice League Snyder Cut. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I knew I Justice League Snyder Cut. Out. Yeah. And I knew the Suicide Squad came out. And, you know, if you want to count Wonder Woman 1984, um, which I wasn't a fan of, <clears throat> I really liked the Suicide Squad. Well, I didn't think why. Does any, did anybody, did you guys like Wonder Woman 1984? For, for our viewers that couldn't see me, like, I enjoy it. it sorry, I, was, I raised Jordan's my hand. laughing over here. There, 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 were par- there were parts of it I really liked, but yeah. it's a very flawed movie. I like the film score. Flawed by I love it. it. Yeah, um, they recycled. They recycled Hans Zimmer Justice League or BVS. Yeah, be, beautiful. And yes. So anyway, I I'll probably go with the Suicide Squad simply because I didn't watch a lot of the animated stuff. Um, I thought that the new Suicide Squad did so much better than the 2016 release, and um, I just thought that it was cool because it was different. Harley Quinn got a lot of screen time. Her her character was great, and then. Um, even like all those smaller characters that were introduced, like in the first batch of Suicide Squad members early on in the movie, that you know they were kind of sacrificial lambs, if you will. Even if they were just like brief stints, I thought those were cool, and I just thought it was a lot better. John Cena as a peacemaker. peacemaker. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, and he's getting his end series starting at the beginning of the year. I can't wait for that. That's going to be cool. So yeah, I picked Suicide Squad just because I don't watch as much DC stuff. Um, although I am looking forward to 2022 with what they do with, you know, we'll talk about them a little bit, but like Black Adam and the new Batman and things like that. So, yeah. So, uh, so, um, I, I was really close to picking the Suicide Squad. Uh, I remember when I saw it in theaters, I saw it with, uh, my little brother Jordan and, um, not you, Jordan, my little brother Jordan. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, if you're listening to this, I love you. He said, he said Jordan a lot in that sentence. Yeah, it's like teasing. I remember after leaving the theater, I turned to Jordan. I was like, dude, that's one of the best superhero movies I've seen in a long time. Um, and uh, that's how much I loved it. But even with me loving it that much, my pick is going to be Snyder Cut because it's been, mm. it had been rumored for so long. And that hashtag, like, for ye- that hashtag started. Huh? That hashtag started in like late 2017, early 2018. Yeah, and there were people being like, "Dude, it does not exist." Like there were people like just crashing on Snyder fans. Like, guys, stop! It doesn't exist, right? And I, then I, you know I, what? I, it existed, you idiots. So <laughs> I, I will say there are some toxic Snyder fans, not not specifically oh, you, yeah, yeah. but there Sorry, were people yeah, like inciting no. violence and like right. pretty much. I, I, I don't know. There were some people who did positive stuff with it. Like, I'm in the cosplay community. Well, here, yeah, here's the thing I'll, about I'll the, continue, the continue whole, your yeah, the, the Snyderverse community. Uh, um, like the thing that the thing I hang on to with the Snyder fans because I do, I am one of them. I'll be, I, I claim to be part of that community. Is people like to crap on Zack Snyder all the time, but like he, what he went through during the process of that of making that movie, like how can you fault a guy? 
for going through what he went through. You know what I'm saying? Like, give him, yeah. give him a break. His daughter committed suicide. Anyways, so Ed had been rumored for so long. The th- Snyder Cut has been so many years in the making. So I have, I have to pick it. Uh, but also, um, so like, you know, I'm really biased. So I, I was going to like it no matter what. So like, people can take shots at it, criticize it. That's fine because Zack Snyder is an acquired taste. But um, it was everything we ever wanted. We got we 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 got the uh, guy um, who rumored to be Marshall Manhunter, be Marshall Manhunter. We got to see that um, Martha Manhunter. <laughs> Martha Manhunter. Stop oh it. my goodness! Stop it! <laughs> Why did you say um, that name? Right. And uh, we got um, some some more um, of the uh, dream sequences. We got uh, actual not crappy um, Steppenwolf. Uh, what's what, yeah, Steppenwolf, like the like an actually scary, not weird Steppenwolf, and then we actually got more apocalypse stuff and some doomsday and saw some granny goodness and different stuff. And then uh, the best thing about it to me, and and I've talked about why I love stuff with this in um, in other uh, podcasts, but we got to see that little scene with uh, Batflick and the DKR tank. Yeah, that's that that's what cool. made it for me. That one scene, that little blip of just Batflick and DKR tank, that made the whole movie for me. Because I love, I love, I love Frank Miller and DKR so much. So yeah, that's gonna, pretty much that's the main reason why I'm picking it is because the DKR tanks in it. I'm gonna, so. I'm gonna hop on that train real quick. I forgot that that one came out in April. Um, that was hands down one of the best like DC films ever. Um. I'm just going to – I can't say it was better than anything Marvel's ever produced or, like, I'm not going to go into a DC versus Marvel. That's not where this is going. But um, just I think as a movie, he listened to his fans. He knew what he was doing. Like, and it was a comic book movie, not a – here's a superhero film. I feel like there's two different train of thoughts. You've got your superhero movies where you're like, we take liberties, we add a few things, and then you've got a comic book movie where it's like, okay, we're literally taking – so many moments off the page you are basically watching a a digital version of the comic um and i think that it was done super super well um i think he took a lot of that extra money and did a lot of reshoots so that way it would look better um did a lot of better editing um saw what a lot of the biggest problems was when joss whedon released justice league um and said okay we're gonna fix these um he may not have even had a problem with with the originals um, but I think that he he definitely is looking at it much better. Uh, and I just think that that movie was done really well. I actually started looking at it. I was like, I bought it on DVD and it actually put it on two DVDs, which made me think about when Titanic came out on VHS and you had two VHS tapes just to watch the one movie. Um, and I laughed. Uh, so anyways, I think that this movie was done really well. Um, I just wish there was some Martian Manhunter fighting sequences. Um yeah. I think that would have been done really well. Um, what are you doing, Martian Manhunter? There's been two crises. And I think that uh, I think that a Green Lantern could have shown up after having seen how they did like the flashback with a Green Lantern on Earth and then the ring shooting off. I think they could have brought in a Green Lantern. Um, that was the rumor that if, if they didn't do the Martian Manhunter thing, they were going to get a Green Lantern there at the end. It was just it was a toss up of what they wanted to do and. I think Martian, Luckily we got Martian. But. I th- well, they used to say Unite the Seven, and how many showed up? The seven Seas. <laughs> That's what, what we 
because it had Aquaman on the poster, get, right? Get that out of here. Get that out of here. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and pass it to you, Will. Uh, what were what was your favorite DC project? I this year? well, I I know I was very anti going with the curve on this one, but it really is. Before I get into it, um, it is Justice League, but Suicide Squad came close. I love the just even like the little playtime we got with like freaking Ratcatcher, Polka Dot Man, uh, freaking Bloodsport. You're telling me I was gonna get, be excited uh for those characters? Yeah, I want all of their DC Multiverse figures now. Like, they're awesome. It was a great movie. It was gross. It had a Starro in it and the Thinker. Peter Capaldi getting some play. Yeah, throw me throw me another Doctor Who in the next one. Come on. Uh, just some other honorable mentions. I have not watched it, but stuff has been spoiled for me. And it seems like Flash Armageddon is getting a second chance of doing some pretty cool stuff. I know you and Chick Jordan have probably watched it. Uh, but I what little bit I've seen... I'm very, very interested in. I think they are riding the ship this season or the, doing these mini events. And Superman and Lois, that came out this year too, if I'm not mistaken. At the, But they split it up in the middle, so it felt like it was longer. But the premiere alone, dude, like that was like it's that was like a better Superman. I, I love I love Snyder. Man of Steel is flawed in my opinion. Um, I, I still like parts of it. But I feel like Superman and Lois did a better Superman origin story of him being like a family man and uh, adapting the Peter Tomasi comics and being that related guy. Tyler Hecklin's I, I want I want Cavill back in the movies, but Tyler Hecklin is a close second. And if they do like a big multiverse thing, bring him into the movies too. have them both like Crisis on Infinite Earths, this crap. But it's Zack Snyder's Justice League. That is my ultimate pick. Uh, I was really thinking about this. Like I, I usually think of like how many times did I watch it? Did I? I enjoy it each time, and that that opening week that it came out, I watched it three times. I watched it when it first came out when I had to work uh, that night. I uh, I think I watched it again because I fell asleep towards the end. And that's that's half a day, right there, I know, buddy. I know. And then, <laughs> I, then I watched then I watched it with Amanda. That's three. And then my brothers hadn't watched it. And they're like, oh, "Is it really that good?" And I'm like, "I will watch it with you guys again." Yes. <laughs> so I watched it four times the opening weekend, and I have the 4K Blu-ray of it. Mm. I, I, like, like, it, I, I, I'm so glad he got to do his vision. Like, I, I was very sympathetic about what happened with his daughter. And when I was showing Amanda these movies because she hadn't seen the whole DCEU, we rewatched Justice League, and I realized 2017 Will was a big stupid idiot and was too nice to that movie. There's yes, there's some humor in there. It was kind of like Marvelly, but like it's very jarring coming off of oh, what do you believe in that? Like in the gritty take that Snyder was doing, and yeah, there was some stuff in there that acknowledges that stuff still happened, but like it felt like it took place in its own thing, which is a fan theory now that so Fla- so Flash going back in time beautiful sequence I, I'm I, neither of you two brought that up uh but just seeing him like get tap into that power which we're gonna get maybe more of in the flash uh beautiful gorgeous but there's a theory now that there's a timeline where Barry didn't do that so that's the timeline where the, the weed and Justice League happened and that timeline went down and then the whole Justice League died and Superman went evil, and that's what the flashbacks are leading to. The the Whedon verse leads to the nightmare, and then since Barry changed stuff, that it's not going to lead to that now. It's going to be different. Uh, and I'm hearing some of the rumors of what he wants to do with two and three. I think it needs to be like at least tightened up, and like some some of his crew need to like tell him like, no, let's not do some of this, and we can get like a truly cool epic like the Lord of the Rings, but with the Justice League. And I just like seeing that team come together, and glad to see he got his vision come out there it so real quick maybe i missed this in the news is he getting a two and three is that i don't think so i, th- I think that's why he released the info because th- there's rumors that 
Lois and Batman kind of have like a fling uh, while he's protecting her uh, during the Dark Side War. Because I think that's what why Dark Side War got so violent. Because that's some more pitched ideas, like where they lose and get their butts kicked, and Superman gets possessed uh, by the anti-life equation or whatever. And then when they fix stuff, Lois is pregnant with Bruce's child, but he becomes the next like Batman. But he, it, it's weird. It's very weird. I I okay. just so like, uh, I'm just kind of gonna say let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, you, oh, your, uh, your uncle, your uncle Bruce, because like Clark's gonna raise him, would have wanted you to be the next Batman and all that, and Bruce can't. I don't. It just seemed weird, and they were gonna get some Green Lanterns in there, so I want to see that. I just, it, it would be cool to see the, the Justice League lose after coming off this huge victory to Darkseid, because Darkseid's a, a big baddie, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't, if he does get to do it, it would be cool to be have like an HBO exclusive or something. I don't know. I don't know for. Yeah, that's and, and I mean, there, there's just a lot that's just going on. Uh, I mean, you've got DC that we're coming off a high from some of the, the stuff that they did. And especially with Marvel, we're coming off a high from all these Disney Plus shows. And and really, we're not even coming off that high because from what I heard, uh, I read it this morning. Uh, it looks like Moon Knight is going to drop mid-February. It's going to go Book of Boba Fett and then go into Moon Knight, which I'm really, really excited about. Um so I didn't know they were that far along in production, man. <laughs> yeah, that, but that's that's the rumor that I'm hearing is that like mid to late February is when we're gonna get Moon Knight. Um, all right. So, what is your favorite game that you have played this year, uh, Micah? Before you uh, started, you or before we started, you showed me that you got a new board game. Um, we we here at Nerd Talk love playing games. Um, actually, the last episode that we uh, we filmed. Um, Chick was actually at his family's house playing games um, while we were doing. That's stuff. right. Uh, and so we we love we love board games. We love video games. We just love playing games. Um, that's part of who we are. Um, so what is your favorite game that you played this year? I haven't played a lot of games this year. I just got that one for Christmas. Um, I'll tell you a game like are these like video games or video board games game, be board game, thing? card game, whatever, <clears throat> just just games in general. Okay. So something I'm really excited for, and I haven't done it yet because of the price and just because I haven't really been playing a lot of games recently, but they re-released the Grand Theft Auto trilogy. Uh Grand Ooh. Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. And they were remastered. Um, I think they're like eighty dollars for like all three of them. And so I just haven't pulled the trigger and bought them yet, but that's something I really want to do, uh, and really. If you're, young, if you're a young child listening to this podcast, don't play that game, please. Or play unless them you're like a cool baby. Was... Unless you're a cool baby. <laughs> and like, like I was 13 years old playing these games. <laughs> Sorry, no, go um, ahead, Micah. <laughs> uh, no, I loved them when I was a teenager. I thought they were great. Like, not just because you could drive around and shoot everybody and steal cars and stuff, but like the storyline where, like, you actually work for the mob, like. It was just a really cool game. So, like, I really was a big fan of Grand Theft Auto 3 and San, uh, Vice City. Um, played San Andreas more in college, but just to see those um, remastered and re-released so that I can actually play them now on my Xbox One versus not having to buy, like, a you know a PS2 or an Xbox 360 or something and plug it into my satellite disc. It's a terrible joke. But, um, yeah. Yeah, you're, um, you're doing it wrong if you're plugging those two in. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just trying to get to the point. Like, you know, like back in the day before HDMI was a big thing. Yeah, like, you yeah. had to like have all these stupid conversions or conversions yeah, red, white, yellow. Yes, our right. 
So, um, yeah. Other than that, like, I really haven't played a lot of... I play, as far as video games are concerned, I play more sports games than I play anything. I don't play a lot of, you know, what do you want to call them? What's the what's the terminology where like first person shooter game games titles, or FPS? Um, what's the like Zelda where you have to follow the story along? Like you have to kind adventure of, RPG. Yes, RPG. Yeah, adventure you. games. Like, yeah, I don't play a lot of RPGs. I play more sports. So, um, aside from that, I I enjoyed the Grand Theft Auto games. But yeah, I'm eventually gonna I want to buy those and Star Wars Battlefront. I played a little bit of those um, and Halo back in the day when Halo was the original Halo, not like. What version are they on now? Five or six? <laughs> yeah. So, like, Halo 1 and 2 were, were my jam back in the day. Did you um, see the trailer for the new uh, Star Wars game during the Game Awards? Star Wars Eclipse or whatever it's called? Yes. Not yet. Yes. It looks like a movie. Like, it truly yes. looks like one of the movies. So, I don't know if that answers your question, but that's kind of where I'm at with games. All right. My game, I'm a Nintendo boy. Um, I'll pick my real pick, but then I have a real quick aside because I'm a Pokemon fan. Uh, but Super Mario Party, uh, I, it's not like... I, I, it kind of hits both things, both board game and game. It just has so much nostalgia. Like The opening menu is the map from the original Mario Party, and I have not felt that way. When I was like 9 or 10, like uh, when my stepsisters or cousins or whatever, we'd all come in, like we we get all four controllers and like... Bonds would be, it'd be like Big Brother. There'd be some alliances made or like betrayals or chance time would come in and ruin everything or Bowser's chance time. And it brings all of that back and some classic maps. Uh, I, I, I liked Super Mario Party, but apparently the Mario Party community and like most of the internet is negative on it and goes, like, oh, it's too slow or it's too easy to do this or that. I'm like, it was like a little softball pitch to see if game people want to buy this game. And luckily, Super Mario Party won everybody over and people are kind of looking in the data because we got to spoil everything just like marvel and dc uh there might be some chance for some more downloadable maps because i will say it is lacking in some departments but it is so fun and so nostalgic even going down the pipe as that music like da 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 and toad's like yeah i'm like yes i'm back i'm 10 again uh but uh, it's so good and then Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, I didn't necessarily love Gen 4, but going back into it, kind of getting a fresh take on it, and just that little art style is really cute, uh, whether you like it or not. And when, when I was on TikTok during that, the amount of time people have put in just doing soft resets to get shinies, like, ridiculous. I, I'll, I'll transfer my Pokemon Go shinies in. Like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm too old for that crap. Speaking of that, Pokemon Go is always in the rotation. Uh, it motivates me to keep running and hatch some eggs so I can get some shinies and cool stuff here and there. And they've done a lot of stuff this year to keep interest going they threw in some galler pokemon zashi and zamazanta and Wo- a bunch of those little guys uh because of pokemon go fest and pokemon go fest i got to experience that with my brothers for the first time this year so that was fun um and yeah i'll stop it there i'll leave it there are you uh are you stoked for rc is coming out next month yeah i'm stoked for it I, I i need to actually finish some games before i can justify getting that but i probably will still buy it even if i'm halfway through a game i uh <laughs> I'm like considering buying a Switch just just for it, which is weird, I guess. Not necessarily weird. I bought a three three DS when X and Y came out. So, but from all the trailers I've seen, it looks super cool. So, mm-hmm. like Breath of the Wild meets Pokemon. I think they're yeah. just copying, they're copying Zelda right now, which is totally fine. Yeah. Zelda Zelda's pretty solid thing to copy yeah. off of. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I th- I think that that I. I... You know, I'm going to play off your Pokemon Brilliant Diamond um, and Shining Pearl. I bought both of them 
and I got to the Elite Four um, with uh, Brilliant Diamond. I hardly started my Shining Pearl. Um, and I'm basically at my point, like, I'm just going to wait until my home can reach it. And then I'm just going to start importing all my Pokemon because, like, there's certain extra story pieces that you have to catch, like, or at least have seen all the Pokemon for you to finish. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm just going to wait until my Pokemon home because I've got every Pokemon. It's an annoying home. thing uh, during the original Diamond Pearl. You had to see all the Pokemon even fight the Elite Four. I'm like... That's dumb, <laughs> but yeah. I understand like they wanted to challenge you and, and in there, some way. There, there were so many different pieces to it, and I'm like, I'm just not doing that. Um, I'll just wait. Um, I am really excited for the RCS game next month um, as that's kind of we're prepping for that, um, but I'm kind of like on the fence like, okay, this one was Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl was okay. It wasn't the biggest knockout, but I'm like, I ah, will see kind of. I'm going to probably wait for reviews to come in before I order it, um, so we'll see kind of how that goes. But what what games uh, were your favorite that you played this year, Chick? Okay, so I I am a really big board game person, but there hasn't because the way I interpreted this question was like new games that I played this year. So there wasn't any new board games that I play. Like I just played a lot of the same stuff I did. Like I play whenever I hang out with you, Jordan. I play a lot of DC deck building. DC deck so builder. I love DC deck. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, the week, dude, the week I had you at my church camp this summer was magical because the, the DC deck building sessions we got in. Oh, speaking of, dude, a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the, um, uh, friends, uh, on like my summer staff this year, a lot of them got, like, they asked for DC deck building for Christmas and they all texted me like, Hey, look what I got for Christmas. I'm like, um, I taught you guys well this summer. That's amazing. They, they loved that game this summer, dude. Yeah. Um, play a lot of Catan. I got a, I got a, you guys saw on Christmas, uh, my family got me an awesome custom wood etched Catan set this year for Christmas. It's so beautiful. But yeah, um, so board games, kind of the same old, same old. But um, some of the, some of the video games that I really enjoyed this year was, I'm with you, Micah. Um, you can hear me. I like a lot of sports games. Um, I got, I got really into MLB the show this year. Um, cause I love baseball. Baseball is my favorite sport and I've played the show before, but I always just like do like franchise mode. Um, this year I got into diamond dynasty, which is the show's online mode. And I got really, really into that. And I still like, I still play it like almost every night. Um, cause like you earn different cards. I won't go th- explain it to you. Um, because I'm, I'm guessing a lot of our audience doesn't like sports. Anyways, so like I like that. And then something I haven't gotten into yet, but um, it's in it's in the hopper for me, is uh, for their 10th year anniversary, Skyrim made a new update, like just last month. And I haven't, I haven't gotten to it yet, but holy crap, I am excited for it when I do get to it. Because other than um, other than Pokemon... Skyrim is my favorite video game of all time. So, for the 10-year anniversary, Skyrim came up with a new DLC and a bunch of different stuff, and I cannot wait to get to it. But, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I know that for me, um, as I I thought about this question, um, I separated it into three categories. One is a, one physically like a a type of game, like sport kind of game, like active game that I play. Um, because with me being a youth pastor, I play a lot of games with my students um, at camps and things like that. Um, so my favorite game that I play 
actively like like running around is Gaga. Uh, I love Gaga. Um, some people call it Gaga Ball. Um, it is one of my favorites. Uh, I love taking kids out. Uh, when we play that game, I am brutal with that one. Uh, for the second category, uh, I went into video games. My favorite video game that I've played this year, um, it typically sits at one of my favorites uh, every year is Minecraft. Um, I have done a lot of big builds this year. This year, I end up buying on my Switch. Um, they had, like, right at Thanksgiving time, uh, the Disney World mod. Um, so it's an entire map of Disney World, and I'm working on trying to hollow things out and whatnot. And we're going to have the war on Disney with my student ministry um, where we're going to have, like, a giant survival map, but it's all Disney World. So we're all going to get to go fight at Disney World. Um, so people are going to be shooting flaming arrows and all that. It's going to be great. Um, and then the last one is, like, board game, card game um, that, that we play. Um, and I, DC Deck Builder and Villainous are my two favorites right now. Um, whether it's Marvel Villainous, Disney Villainous, um, any of the DC Deck Builders, that's one of my favorites. I absolutely love that stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure I've played... Well, I've played DC Deck Builder with Chick, Levi, Casey. Um, Scott, I think he and I have been talking about playing Villainous. Um, and now Mike has got Marvel Villainous. And if anybody else has Marvel Villainous, like, we can all end up playing together and, and just record and have a fun jam uh, with it. But, you know, it's, it's cool that when we all have our own sets, we can play together um, across. Yeah, that, I'm just thinking, wouldn't that be insane if there's, like, like I, I've never played the game, but, like, what if there's, like, uh, thing that's in one set like isn't, isn't there some like game breaking cards in the, in some of those games like if we all have our own set we all have that card it's like ah i use it oh man we gotta start all over kind of like, yeah, something like that. that would be nuts um <laughs> so. so that would be that would be a lot of fun uh to do so uh and then the last question as we kind of wrap this up uh for our end of the year is what is the number one thing announced this year in 2021 that you are looking forward to next year in 2022 uh I didn't see it for a second. All right. Um, so I need some clarification for the question real quick, though, because I got a couple answers that could be different. Um, is whether it, it was something at the that DC was... Fandom, whether it was at uh, Marvel. Yeah, but like, was it something that was just announced this year? Announced or does it have this year to come out next year? Happening next year, announced this year. Okay, because my, my answer was going to be uh, Zola Mandarinda as blue beetle but i don't think that's happening next year right uh, i don't know that it is next i don't year. even have a release date yet yeah but that was announced so it's not gonna be that so mine's gonna be the obvious answer then and that's gonna be uh black adam so that's the easiest answer like everyone's so stoked for black adam dwayne johnson's the best uh and from the trailer we got during fandom holy crap we cannot wait for it so um i'm so stoked the other things I've been stoked for, it's kind of already happened, like with uh, with um, uh, with Young Justice. Um, I don't know if there's an official date for this stuff to come out yet, but also an, uh, if a date w uh, is, you know, released uh, or had been released, I would have said The Boys Season 3, but that date has not been announced yet, so that kind of sucks. But that would have been my answer. <laughs> yeah, give me some Jensen Ackles Soldier Boy. Yeah. All right. So, have, have I told you this idea, Chick? It, like, what? I, I want him to have 
like almost like a when he comes back, like I want him to have like a football field entrance, like John Walker, but coming into <laughs> Soldier Boy by crank that, uh, we'll crank that Soldier Boy. Oh, by Soldier Boy. yeah, the, the two thousand song. And then like he's like dancing to it because you know he would kill it. You know he would oh, kill Jensen it. Jensen Ackles would love that. <laughs> and gotcha. I will take it from there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna p- pick three quick ones. Uh, they all come out next year. And me being a fellow DC fanboy. We gotta go with Rob Bat Bat and Bat as as the Batman coming in March. Uh, I'm shocked people weren't cheering for him uh, while we were seeing Spider Man uh, No Way Home. Uh, but like I, I could hear some like rumblings like, oh man, that's gonna be sweet. Like so, it, it's gonna be awesome. And just seeing the Dark Knight come back to the big screens, it's gonna be great. I, I I'm the most stoked for that. Speaking of Batman, we're going to talk about Flash. Uh, we got Michael Keaton Batman, and I know uh, I won't say. He's- Favorite, but Michael Keaton's a brilliant actor and just seeing him come back to the role, whether he's going to be Thomas Wayne or himself from the Burton universe. And he's apparently is taking a bigger role on in that universe too. He just was announced to be in the Batgirl show. I don't know if that's fake or true, but if it is, is he going to be like a multiversal Batman? Is he forming justice league incarnate uh, for those DC multiverse extended universe stuff? I don't know, but just, I know, I know flat uh, Ezra Miller isn't everybody's favorite in here, but just seeing that we're adapting flashpoint, even though we haven't earned it, there's so many possibilities that we could get with this movie. I'm trying to temper my expectations. Um, but also just another thought before I get into my last one, I'm going to try to limit spoilers for that multiverse of madness and this next one across the spider verse. I love no way home, but I feel like we were getting rumors every so often. And I love talking. I loved talking about it with you guys, but I feel like every so often we'd get like just one more, like little inkling, little crumb here and there. And then some of those deliveries and some of those big payoffs didn't, I mean, they landed, but I probably could have like felt instead of a hundred percent, I could have probably felt like two or 500% better about that. So I'm going to try to limit that, but across the spider verse, it's the sequel we've been waiting for, and they just got into it right before No Way Home. I mean, we got freaking Oscar Isaac coming back as Spider-Man 2099. There's rumors of the Japanese Spider-Man showing up in there. And who who knows what else is coming? It's going to be great. Yeah, I think it'll be fantastic to see that one. I think we should uh, change the title of our show. Or Will's change top three. the... Yes. To that or Will's got three answers for every question. But then if we start doing three answers for every question, Will, would you have six answers for... I'll never tell. <laughs> if we call it three, he's going to give us five. And then if we say five, he's going to give us like ten. So yes. it's never going to end. So I think, yeah, it's like the multiverse. It just keeps on going. Um, I think, like, I was going to pick uh, Black Adam. I, I mentioned a little bit earlier, but Chick, uh, Chick mentioned that. And, you know, I think The Rock's going to be great. Twin Johnson's going to do great with that. Um, but I cannot wait for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We got that trailer at the end of No Way Home. Um, 2016 was Doctor Strange's first, you know, solo outing, and like it's been five years. It's been five long years. I mean, he's been in other projects, but for him to have another solo movie is going to be great. They're going to bring Wanda back for that. And if I didn't pick that, obviously Thor's my favorite Marvel character, and so I can't wait for Thor: Love and Thunder. Like that's going to be incredible. What? You like that movie? What? I don't know if I like uh, it or not. It sorry, hasn't come sorry, out that yet. That movie character. My bad. That you, you, you like Thor? What? Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> I might as well do three since you know since Will got three. Eh, wrong. 
Well, technically <laughs> Jordan got three in the last one. Granted, he picked one from se separate sections. However, oh my goodness! I also, I, Will, I also can't wait to see the Batman. Like, I'm a huge Batman fan. Like, have been since I was a little kid. Um, it'll be interesting to see. And Jordan, and I had this conversation the other day. It's usually like they're either really good Bruce Waynes and not good Batmans, or they're really good Batmans and not good Bruce Waynes. So I'm kind of interested to see what um, Pattinson is. That how you say his last name? Yeah, does. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Robert well, actually, Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Pattinson now. Pattinson. Um, it's kind of cool to see the, the, the design of the Batmobile on this. It's kind of like the, the old school. Billy Battinson? What? Um, but yeah, I'm cool. I'm like, there's, there's a lot of decent titles that are coming out next year between DC and Marvel. Both. I think that like, it's going to be a good year for superhero movies. Yeah. And he's actually supposed to be a real detective in this, which is a thing that, I mean, I love all the other we've Batmans, missed. but it's we, something that's we, kind of the lacking. Mark. Yeah, they've missed what? the mark with with doing detective stuff with Batman. And we talked a little bit about it earlier, but isn't Mandalorian season three come out next year? Yes, it does. I'm Towards so the end excited. of the year. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and steal this one. This is what I like. I am so excited. There's nothing for... left for you to steal. Oh, there is. There's so much. Um, you know, we we talked about these live actions with Batman, Thor, uh multiverse of madness i mean black panther's coming out with a sequel uh there's there's a lot of content but i'm really really excited for what disney plus is going to be pushing out on the marvel side where you've got moon knight and she hulk and uh miss marvel like those three alone are going to be phenomenal and then on the dc side with them having announced that uh, aquaman is getting a movie D december next year so he'll have a second movie and then also my animated side, the Green Lantern is getting a in canon to their long running series of movies, a Green Lantern film. And I am so excited for that. Being a huge Green Lantern fan, um, I absolutely love it. I'm excited for it. Um, and I'm just, I just I can't wait to see where they're going to go. Hey, yeah, he's got a Green Lantern ring. Man, I wish I had my power battery in here. Um, but anyways, uh, love this kind of stuff. I think that, that next year is going to be good. I don't know if it'll be any better than this year. Um, you know, real world speaking, like this year has been really hard on a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Um, and I feel like I escaped to TV a lot. Um, Wednesdays were typically became my day, um, that I was like, yeah, like Saturdays or Wednesdays, depending on when they put their, their shows and whatnot. Um, and I really liked how, how that was. Um, but I don't know if next year will be better or worse or the same. I, I don't know what it's going to look like just yet, but I'm excited. Um, yeah. When I looked up, when I looked up like some of the questions you sent us, like as far as like Marvel, like when I was like, what Marvel series came out and like, you see WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, and what if, and then even Hawkeye, like <laughs> it's going to be hard to top that. <laughs> I think all those shows were incredible. Yeah. I, I'm really, really excited to see, what's gonna happen because next year they've yeah. got uh moon knight she hulk miss marvel uh there is a i i am groot comes what out if next season year season two huh which what if season two i think what if season two is supposed to be on there um there's just there's a lot of really cool stuff i mean it wouldn't surprise me if they sneaked in loki season two into it as well um and then tried to start working on a hawkeye season two i i don't know what they're gonna do moving forward um, but I think that some of these have been done very, very well, and I'm excited to see what's going to happen, what's moving forward. Um, 
So that's that's my hot take on it. So, guys, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. It's been a lot of fun. Um, 2021 started us off really, really well. Super excited to see what 2022 is going to look like as we move into the new year. Um, so all of our Nerd Talk fam, thank you so much for following us. Uh, if you aren't following us, uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We're a lot more focused on TikTok at the moment. We're pushing out something almost every single day, Monday through Saturday. Um, been a lot of fun getting stuff out. Uh, but we encourage you to like and follow us. Make sure that you're checking us out. Um, and we will catch you guys next time here on Nerd Talk. Happy New Year, everybody. Oh.